Gabrielle Marie, philosopher, entrepreneur with almost 10 years of career and business mentoring under my belt. My purpose in life? World peace, of course, but in a slightly humbler fashion, helping people to say fuck it, fuck it. and free themselves from the stuff that keeps them from living fully. Get unstuck. Get unstuck. Hi, welcome to this new podcast episode. Today, we're going to talk about your inner rebel. Yes, trust me, you have one. I can see it. It's a funny character, I can tell you that. It's keeping you from doing the stuff you say you're going to do. It's making trouble, but it's also making sure you don't get trapped into a life without freedom. All of that and a step-by-step explanation of how you can use my unique freedom schedule strategy to get you to stop procrastinating in this episode. Let's get started. Now, what brought the idea of this episode on is a conversation that I had with Sue recently. And Sue is a wonderful client and friend and inspiring human being. We hadn't seen each other for a while, so we decided to go out and to grab a cup of coffee and catch up at a new coffee place here in Antwerp. And soon enough, of course, as it always goes with us, we were talking about how creatives and entrepreneurs have so many ideas and how they often feel as if they're spending more time procrastinating and contemplating their ideas than actually doing something about them, right? Now, although I'm not like that anymore, this absolutely used to be my life. In fact, it was so much my life that I often felt as if I was living two lives at the same time. I had the one that I was living in my head where I was doing all of the things that I wanted to do. I was writing books, recording podcast episodes, ha ha ha, creating online courses, teaching, learning, studying, traveling, helping people, building cool projects. I was doing all of that in my head. And then there was this second life, the one that I was actually living in the physical world, where I was mostly doing what I thought everyone else expected of me. Needless to say, I wasn't very happy. The life I was living day to day looked good, right? It looked successful on the outside because I was building a business, I was in a relationship, I I was taking care of everyone around me the way that I thought I was supposed to, but in reality, I didn't feel successful or happy at all. Now, Sue was talking about how she's been working on a book for a while now, and it's going to be an awesome book because she told me about it. And she's really, she has so many incredibly interesting and wonderful things to say. And although she knows the book will eventually come to life, it's sometimes not an easy process to get the creative juices flowing or to know what shape your creative ideas have to take. And this is something that often causes us to, well, in all honesty, not do very much, right? And so there are a lot of things that I had to do and to learn in order to stop procrastinating and actually start doing the things that I said I was going to do. So there was a lot I had to learn to what? Get unstuck, obviously, because that's what this podcast is about. 
But one of the main things that really helped me to bring the life that I was living in my head together with the life that I was living in the world is to understand more about how my creative brain is put together and how much of a rebel creatives actually are. And that's what I want to address today. Because the creative brain, and especially the creative generalist's brain, like the one that I have and that a lot of my creative and entrepreneurial clients have, doesn't work exactly the same way as a not-so-creative brain works. There is much to learn when you're creative and you have a lot of different ideas all of the time. It can be such a burden And if this is you, maybe you've experienced this before. You're in flow, like you're working on something, you're making progress, you're feeling in the zone. You know that like flowy place where you're happy, you're creative, you're actually doing something. And then all of a sudden you have a new idea. So you're in the process of actually getting something done, which doesn't happen all the time, right? And then all of a sudden, bam! A new idea strikes and steals all of your enthusiasm for the current one away. This is not uncommon for creatives and certainly not uncommon for me. I know it all too well and I know it happens to many, many of my clients as well. If we were able to continue to work on the project we were working on with the, when that great new idea shows up, things wouldn't be so bad, right? But now, all of a sudden... The project we're working on feels like a chore. We're not so interested in it anymore. And if there's still a lot to be done as time goes on, this is going to get worse. It almost feels like it's keeping us hostage. We start to resent the project. We start to resent starting it. We start to resent making the decision because it doesn't allow us to start working on the new thing that we just came up with and that feels so much more interesting. So we don't feel free anymore, we feel trapped. And this is really important because creatives, I believe, to do their best work, to be in flow, to enjoy their lives, need to keep a sense of freedom at all times. There is literally, and contradict me if I'm wrong, but I believe there is literally nothing worse for creatives and entrepreneurs than being forced to do something, especially something creative, against their will. If you've ever tried to be creative on command, I'm sure you know what I mean. It just doesn't work. It's actually horrible. You can force yourself to try, but it's not going to be a fun thing to go through. Because what happens when we force our creativity this way, and this is actually something that happens a lot at work, in the workplace, when we have to work with clients because of deadlines and, you know, what people expect of creatives and just don't understand about the creative brain is that our inner rebel will not stand for it. It is my true belief that creatives, entrepreneurs and creative generalists in particular have a very powerful inner rebel. We also have an inner activist and I will talk about that but that's the subject of a future episode. For now I first want to articulate this theory based on personal experience and what I learned from so many hours helping creatives and entrepreneurs get unstuck. And 
In the Dutch book that I wrote about creative generalists earlier this year, I touched on it as well, because even though I only scratched the surface of how different a creative mind is in that book, I felt that this piece about this innerable was really important. Now I'm working on a new book project where I'm going to expand on the theory and the concepts in many different ways, because there's so much more to it than what I initially wrote about. And I've had so many conversations with people about the creative brain and again about generalism since that first book came out. And and especially after I've given um, a keynote about the subject, I often get a lot of people come to me and ask me so many questions about specifically how their brains are wired And why it's so hard for them to do the things that seem to go so effortlessly for people who aren't as creative or who don't have so many interests or who don't have so many creative ideas. Anyway, that's a little bit of a backstory. I will come back to a number of the theories that I'm working on as I progress with structuring my thoughts and writing the book and this podcast, obviously. So watch out for future episodes. But for now, let's talk about this inner rebel that lives inside of you. I want to expand that to creative generalists in a way and even creative entrepreneurs who focus on more than one project more than one idea or more than one thing at a time or who easily get bored and need a lot of variety in order to be happy and fulfilled in their life and work now if you're part of that group of people like I am chances are that you also share some, if not all, of the following traits. Now, you might not have all of these traits. They might not be as expressed in you as they are in me or in someone else, but that's totally okay. Everybody's different. It's just a puzzle, right? But my belief is that you will probably recognize a number of the traits that we all share. So you do not like authority. You do not like people telling you what to do. You have a very clear sense of right and wrong. And this again is where the inner activist comes in. We'll talk about this inner person a little bit later in this podcast. You have a very strong urge to be righteous and to stand up for things that you believe in. You have a real problem with injustice and it's very hard for you to sit still and not do something when you see unjust things happening, whether that be towards yourself, towards somebody else, it doesn't matter. And, and this is an important one, especially for today, you don't perform well under command or when forced to do something. Now, what do you think? Recognizable? I know it's very recognizable for me too. And there's a a reason why I've mentioned these traits. I'm going to address the one thing that is making you procrastinate for no good reason today. Now, of course, there are different reasons why we, we procrastinate. But this one thing, which is often overlooked and which is really present in multi-passionate creatives and entrepreneurs is actually really important. Now, I do not know how you plan your week or how you deal with your schedule. The way that I do it is that on Sundays, I prepare the week ahead 
I write everything out in a paper planner from Structure Junkie, the business planner edition that I use, and I'll add a link to the planner in the show notes. I also have a digital calendar, obviously, on my Mac, but I only use that for virtual or for real life calls and meetings. All the other things that I have to do during the week, I organize using the paper planner. And the method that I use is one that I've perfected over the years and that I've taught many clients since then. Everyone that I've taught this method to come back to me and tells me that it actually works and that it's so freeing for them. So today I'm going to share it with you as well. In my first book about creative generalists, I touched on this way of scheduling as well, but I've since renamed it. I think I I called it the creativity schedule in the book. I should check to be sure, but I've since renamed it to the freedom schedule because it's made for your inner rebel specifically. And I think that creativity is a little bit too constraining in that sense. It's really about creating a sense of freedom. I've also created a free downloadable freedom schedule planning sheet that you can find under the resources section of my website. And I'm going to link that in the show notes as well. So you can try it out if you like. Now back to how I plan. So imagine it's Sunday or any other day. It doesn't really matter. Just make it a beautiful day where you're well rested, happy, in a good mood. You're in such good mood that you decide this is the ideal moment and day for you to plan your week ahead. You're so happy that you take out your calendar and you mark down that on Monday at 9am you're going to work on a new blog post. After that, you're going to work on something else creative, let's say a sales report. Then in the afternoon, you're going to write out all your social media posts for the week. Or you're going to script your next podcast episode, who knows. Now, when you decided all that on that beautiful day that you felt so good, that you were so relaxed, that plan really felt like a good idea, didn't it? And something that you would absolutely enjoy doing. Now fast forward to Monday, 9 a.m. You arrive at work or you sit down at your home office desk. You have a cup of coffee or a cup of tea steaming next to you. You turn on your computer and you see that the first thing that you're supposed to do that morning is to write a new blog post or any other piece of writing, creative work, whatever thing that you've put on your plan when you were planning the week out. Now, what happens? I'm not a psychic, but if you're anything like me or many of my clients and other creative generalists, creatives, entrepreneurs, I think I know what happens. This is what happens to me at least and to many of my clients at 9 a.m. on that Monday morning. The last thing you want to do is to start writing that freaking blog post or that report or that essay or that article or whatever it is you said you were going to do. Why? Because you have an inner rebel and that inner rebel just won't have it. The thing is, you cannot command creativity and certainly not tell it 
or you when to be creative. Your inner rebel needs a sense of freedom. It needs to feel as if it has a say in what it is you're doing, as if it has a say in your life. We all know we do not like authority, but we forget that that includes ourselves. We underestimate the need for freedom that this part of ourselves has, and we never consider it when we schedule things. The thing is, if you lock yourself in too much, whether it's with your schedule, whether it's with things you say you're going to do, you know, the promises you make to yourself that we talked about in a previous episode of this podcast, your inner rebel is going to rebel against whatever it is you say to yourself. If you want to stop procrastinating, one of the biggest gains you can make immediately is to give your inner rebel more freedom. How do you do this with the freedom schedule? It's really simple. You separate what you have to do from when you're going to do it. So on the one hand, in your schedule, you write down when you have meetings and things that need to happen at a certain time on a certain day, right? There's certain like a doctor's appointment, a meeting with a potential client, a session with a client. Those are the things that you can't really do whenever you feel like doing them. They have a time and a date. But don't use your schedule to schedule in tasks that have no precise time or day to be completed. Except, for instance, by the end of the week or with respect to certain deadlines. So when you plan out your week, write down in your schedule when you'll work, but not what you'll do. Separately, create a list of all the tasks that you want to complete that week. These must be tasks, not goals. And I'll come back to the difference between those two later in this podcast as well. But for now, remember, tasks. You should be able to do them in an hour or max, maybe a few hours. You should definitely be able to do them in the time that you have available on your schedule to do something. So when you come across your first time block in your schedule to work, let's say Monday at 9 a.m., instead of deciding beforehand what you're going to be doing then, in the moment, look at your list and pick something that feels good to do then. This way, your inner rebel will keep a sense of agency and your creativity will flow. Believe me, this absolutely works and I would love for you to try it out and then I would love for you to come back and send me a message on Instagram or Send me an email and let me know how it goes because this has helped so many people and it's really the way that I get to do so much more than I did before when I tried to plan out everything in my schedule. Before I go, here's this week's fuck it, let's do it experiment. I want you to start an inner dialogue with your inner rebel. I want you to be mindful of when you think you might undermine your own sense of freedom, especially when creative work is concerned and what you could do instead of locking yourself down. Like how can you make that sense of freedom bigger? How can you give your inner rebel a bigger sense that it has agency? How can you let it be more creative and in action by allowing it to decide a little bit more what needs to be done and how it's going to be done? In my case, lately, I've really been cramping my schedule with way too many things. 
And I've started to feel that my inner rebel gets resentful of my schedule and of all of the part end of year parties, specifically events, meetings that are on my schedule beside work. And it's not that I don't like going out to dinner with fun people or learning new things. I really do. I love it. But my inner rebel really gets so frustrated sometimes by the lack of time that remains to do creative work that I'm going to be very mindful of not over-promising and not overstretching myself this week. So I have enough time to enjoy actually doing some work. Now, before I go, and only if you want to, there is also a little act of daily rebellion to take with you into the week. We keep the focus on the inner rebel this week. So let's give it even more freedom. Once this week, if you feel up to it, when you want to do something creative, whatever it is that comes up into your mind, that has to be doable in a short amount of time though. Like, I don't know, a quick IKEA hack maybe. <laughs> I've been really... Like being sucked into the vortex of TikTok IKEA hacks recently, and it's really making me crazy. I wanna, I wanna do, I wanna redo my entire apartment right now. So anyway, if if that's one of the things that pops up into your mind or anything else, it doesn't really matter. Just give your inner rebel and creative self the gift of just doing it from A to Z this week. Without overthinking, without questioning, without wondering whether or not you should just do it. I'm actually going to do one of those hacks. I'm just thinking about it now. And there is this, this one video that I saved of a small bedside table that looks nothing like the original. It's absolutely beautiful. And I think I can manage to do it maybe on an afternoon during the weekend. I don't know. I'll try and I will report back when it's done. I'd love for you to do the same thing. So if you feel like sharing your experiment, your project of the week with me, or if you're not sure what a good experiment might be for you, don't hesitate to email me at Muriel at Muriel Marie or to send me a DM on Instagram at Muriel Marie as well. Thank you again for listening. Have a lot of fun with your experiment and with your act of rebellion and talk to you next week. Bye. Just a heads up, I'm not a therapist or a doctor, so if you're not feeling your best mentally or physically and you need some help, please make sure to consult with a medical professional or a therapist.